Hey, welcome back to another episode of Gamish Podcast. I am your host, Brandon, and today we have a special guest. Uh, couldn't have them here with us to do the podcast uh, in face, so we're doing something different today. We are joined by Kaylee, my brother who has actually been on the show before, his girlfriend. So would you guys welcome Kaylee? Kaylee, can you hear us? Um, I can now. I heard like three seconds of the clapping and just silence. <laughs> it's it were all Which, like, accurate. waiting. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, yay. <laughs> Never mind. Like, who is she? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, tell us about yourself. Oh wow. <sighs> Should be fairly easy. Um I'm terrible at this. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. <laughs> um, besides Paige's girlfriend, which is my like center relevance to this, I guess. Um, avid D and D fanatic, professional backseat gamer. It's always needed. Exclusively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's our love language now. Yeah. Um, and then. I would say long-term weeb. We started that career out at like the ripe age of 12. Yeah. No, seven. Because DBZ was still airing on Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you kind of touched on something. Um, so you said you obviously backseat gamer to uh, Gage. Now you said that was y'all's love language. And which I think is really cool. Um, there, you look in, I guess, the gaming community as a whole, uh, I would go ahead and say there's like a gender bias to male gamers and most things kind of like appease to the male audience. And, you know, that's, you really don't see many female protagonists. Um, I think it's really cool that, you know, you not necessarily just backseat game to gauge, but you, you play games with gauge. And I mean, there's been times where it's me and you playing games and gauge is not involved whatsoever. Uh, so how do you feel like, as a female gamer, like how do you think the gaming industry is in like representing the the average uh, female from the day to day stuff? Like just just gaming as a whole, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So that's kind of a loaded question. So if yes, I don't get yeah. to every point, no, that's that's fine. Like, just call me out. Yeah, do your thing. So. I think the industry as a whole has actually gotten progressively better about portraying like real women, which was interesting that you had said like you had phrased it in a way that was like real women, like not just like like pin up or over sexualized women who are background characters, but like main protagonist, antagonist women who have like depth and development. I think they've actually done better with that. Um one good example, I think, is The Last of Us, especially Last of Us 2. Yes. Like, you see a lot of development, personally, in both Ellie and Abby. And it's, for me, the most dynamic I've ever seen, like, female character development and, like, large-scale game. Like, something that's incredibly popular that everyone would know about. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's actually a um, perfect example of you know, like you said, female and character development. Cause 
I mean, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, you look at um, most video games, TV shows, movies, and you think of uh, like a female character. You know, the first thing I think um, you think of is, uh, you know, like just an overly sexualized woman. You know, yeah. it's and that's I think it's good where you take like The Last of Us and you give you do something other than give the character big titties. Yeah. You know, it's, that's, I, I think, like you said, I, I think you hit the nail, you know, on the head. Um, is in the sense of like character development, what, what is something that like really interests you most about the, uh, just how the last of us portrayed their characters and developed the characters. So the one that really got it for me, like that spoke to me, was Abby's development, especially after the loss of her dad. You see her not only develop mentally, but like physically too. Because like you said, it's kind of this wash, rinse, repeat archetype of like anime girls with big titties. But like with Abby, like you see her as like a young girl. And you get a vague sense of who she was. And then when these crucial points in her life start happening you see her develop in response to that not only in like a personal way in a plot way but like you get to see her develop on a larger scale like it's not just her reacting to this one instance like her father dying yeah that changed the entire way that she decided to help run like their little group it changed how she perceived things and how she reacted to certain things like it changed everything around her too it's not just her it showed a lot more depth um yeah and that for me i think was the biggest part of development in last of us too because ellie you you get more of a sense for ellie because you play her most of the time yeah so you already got like her sense of development and growth and stuff but abby was like refreshing because it's not the opposite of ellie like they developed in similar ways but definitely different yeah no and that's that's uh a big thing like for me a to i would say like a very well done you know female protagonist in a game uh was aloy in um oh shit of course the second i go to uh horizon zero dawn that's the game um Mm -hmm. to me it's like my so you you brought up a point in saying about like sexualized like anime you look at like midnight from my hero like to me like what she's a cool hero but she is like the epitome of like sexualized you know um, yeah character and then uh fuck what is her name one of the main one of the main like students um oh she she has the oh, power. Momo? Mo, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, has the power to. Oh yeah, Rosu. Yeah, so obviously when she creates shit, she gets naked, like she loses her clothes. Like we've seen it before. It's to me, it's like, hey, was that was that really needed? Like, yeah. Did you have to do See, that? I think it is worth noting though that it's kind of different between the sexualization of midnight. Yeah. A grown woman pro hero who got to choose her costume. Yeah. And then Momo, 
a child 16 yeah <laughs> an actual child <laughs> well and that's that's what like, kills me is is they i think that the lines are like way too blurred in that instance because you you see these i mean they're kids in the show they're kids they're superpowers so it's i think it in your mind it's like okay they're doing all these badass things and they're finding these badass people so that means they're badasses and i think inherently you look at as a quote-unquote badass you don't think kids are badass you think adults are badass so you see these characters as adults and like you said momo is 16 guess what you're going to jail yeah it's i i just don't think they did her any good by her her costume either i think it's it's an over overly sexualized costume as well yeah and that's it too is like I've been exposed to a lot of it on my TikTok. I imagine Reddit and even Tumblr yeah. or different media sources like that. They come up with really cool concepts for Momo's hero costume. Yeah. My favorite one was it still had an opening in the chest. Yeah. So she could like pull a weapon. Like you've seen her pull poles and I think a few instances swords just out of her chest. Yeah. That needs so little like skin yeah. to pull that. But then, like, areas like her back, her legs, they had, like, this magnetic Velcro, almost like tearaway plants, like, that basketball players use. Yeah. Like, they had that, but it was magnetic, so if she needed to make something, it would just pop out. It wouldn't tear apart her clothes. It would just undo the magnetic stripping, and then she would be able to pull it. And that's not overly sexual. Like, she's wearing a bodysuit with also an incredibly cut out to like her belly button yeah no and it's i i think you're right there it's 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 there was way i mean there's ways they could go about and like easily make it kind of be like okay that makes sense or hell just let her make her shit through her clothing like who cares you know maybe like yeah. it's the clothing is adaptive to her power you know like something where it's it, you know like to me um I don't know if you remember, but like when Midnight was first introduced, you know, they do do a flashback to her like early days as a superhero and she's basically wearing a trench coat and pasties. Yep. That's that's iconic. As bad as so iconic. The commission like banned that costume. Yeah. And now they have to have like the the skin colored clothing. They can't like show that much. skin. Can't just be naked running around fighting crime. (laughs) (laughs) It's. But it's again, you know, I I I'm glad. I think games here recently, uh, as a whole, have taken the female character and like really uh, went the right way with them. It's you know obviously you know there's and I'm trying to figure out I, I want to say this properly. When you look like I was saying at the gaming audience, uh, predominantly is male. So like I understand from a business standpoint why they kind of do the things they do um in the sense of making like you got you you got to make attractive female characters or you know it's it's i don't want to say it's harder to watch for you know young males but it makes it easier to sell if that makes sense it's a selling point it's it's you know it's the whole reason fucking strip clubs exist something good to look at sells uh but I like the fact, like you said, like Abby and um, what's her name, Ellie. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very strong female characters, and they are not sexualized whatsoever. I mean, Abby's 
fucking She-Hulk, you know? And yeah. it's like looking at her and you're like, holy shit, she's badass. Yeah, no. And that, like, I think it's refreshing to have like realistic women portrayed in video games. Like Abby's Jack. Yeah. Which makes absolute sense for her circumstance. Like she's living in a post-apocalyptic dystopia. Yeah. Where you gotta like, be strong. I would exactly and that's just it and she's also like a leader within her community yeah yeah no and so that's, it, it makes, makes sense that she would be like super jacked super ripped yeah but then i know like a lot of people have commented about her build and recently too um because i know you watch way more attack on titan than i do yeah like mikasa misa yeah. i can't remember her name but like her new build like her new presentation in season four yeah. I've heard so much crap just about, about how people hate it. Like, she doesn't look feminine, how she doesn't look how she used to. Well, it's, to but me, I mean, she's out here, like, swinging, doing acrobatics. Yeah, literally murdering giant humanoid things. Like, yeah. and she's good at the shit. Like, you don't have to be dolled up to go fucking fight tit titans, you know? It's, you should yeah. kind of be... I mean, like, just, you're rugged. Like, you're a rugged individual. That's literally your job. It's, it, it, to me, it doesn't, like you're saying, it doesn't make any sense to be complaining about her looks and her, I guess, lack of femininity just because, you know, she's just, she's rugged now. Like, who gives a shit? She's still the same character. No, oh, exactly. It's like, I'm sorry her sexual appeal has diminished because you don't really look women but problem. yeah it's that's definitely definitely it's i think it's a problem it's a problem that the creators could avoid or could drastically reduce if they if they i i think if they just you know held accountability of their own and like understand like hey guys you're the ones who decide how these characters are perceived and how your audience you know takes them in so maybe don't put so much stress on, you know, their gender or just however, you know, you want them to be seen like right up front. Because especially if you're looking character development and you know for a fact that, hey, this individual goes from like a little girl to like a teenager to like now she's this badass woman. Maybe don't make like one. I never saw her as a soft character. I never I was like, oh, like. You know, no, like she's the Sakura of the bunch. The right no. As, oh my god, that's another story. Well, yeah. As look, she's not Sakura. She's not fucking useless. Like she's obviously useful and is out there fucking doing her thing. So that's that's oh fuck. That's it's it's yeah, just it's upsetting. It's it's it to me. It's really upsetting. It's it's this is an easily avoidable issue as long as it's handled appropriately in an, an appropriate time manner as long as you're trying yeah. to do like the actual right thing then yeah, yeah shit's shit's easy shit gets done quick and you don't have to worry about it and i mean imagine that from a perspective like as someone who's watched anime who's been invested in various games since they were seven yeah just watch where of busty female characters who are only 
relevant in the background or maybe that one filler episode. Yeah. No, and, to just like have that and just constantly see that. It's just so disheartening. Yeah. And it really doesn't like do a lot mentally <laughs> for well, like little girls as well. Cause it's like, oh, well, you can like love your character. Like I to this day love Bulma. Yeah. Because she's brilliant. She's resourceful. She's not useful. And you have like her sayings about. Yeah. But like, I think they've done her some more justice in the more recent um, seasons of Dragon Ball. Because yeah. they bring her back into relevance. Like, like, she's a millionaire because she's a genius. Yeah, like, no, she's, she's you, a, like, a, a female Tony Stark. Like, she, by yeah. all means, has her own, like, she deserves props for what she's doing. Yeah. So, she was one of the characters that I idolized as a kid. Yeah, they made her, like, a busty background character when she was, like, in her adolescent teen years. Yeah. But, like, as they've brought her back and pushed through with Dragon Ball Z and all the other seasons, they kind of, they haven't made it for it, but I'm trying to think of how to explain it. But, like, they give you a more diverse dynamic character. Yeah, she's still the busty background character, but she's smart and she's brilliant and she's she's appreciated her more than just her process. Yeah, no, and that's, that's, well, and you, you talk about, like, busty, like, female characters, as I, you know, I've watched all of Naruto, and I specifically remember a, um, an episode of Naruto where, uh, Sakura and, oh, fuck, what is that other blonde-headed chick's no. name? Um. I, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, I don't her last name. Now I'm like, Naruto fucking characterless and I can't yeah. spell Naruto. I keep spelling Borto. Naruto characters. There we go. Let's let's I, I just want to make sure before I misspeak. Um Shikamaru, nope. nope. Uh, yeah, Eno. So uh, I thought you meant Shikamaru. No, no, well, so that's what I'm getting at. So there's an episode where Sakura and Eno, it's kind of like uh like like a little girls' day type. Thing. and I, I think they're going to like one of the hot springs or something and they're like trying to figure out how to be like quote-unquote attractive women and uh, like the the whole thing pretty much goes around is like based off of fucking Tsunade's titties it's like oh you need big tits and they both kind of look down at their own chest and they're like upset because you know they're, they're adolescent childs <laughs> they're little children and it's like yeah that shouldn't be a thing like they're like 12 and 13 at that age. Like, exactly. Let's not worry about how big their chest is right then and there. Like, you know, maybe worry about honing your craft so when the fucking fourth great ninja war comes, you can beat Madara's ass, you useless bitch. Well, that's just it, too. And, like, kind of pulling from that into real world scenarios, like, that's what actual, like, Teen girls are worried about. Yeah, well, and that's it, kind it of sets something the that's worst example. Culture. Yeah, no, and here's the thing: is like you look at, like, like you said, you've been watching anime and stuff since you're seven. So it's like, if you admire a character, right? You, you go, okay, well, what is, what does this character have that I don't, or what do I want to be like in this character? And then, like, let's say, just for instance, like you admire like Sakura or Eno, and you're like, okay. Well, what are they worrying about? And you see what they're worrying about, and then they don't have, you know, fucking Tsunade's big titties. It's like, 
oh shit, neither do I or something. And then you feel bad about yourself because like that character in the show that you really like, you're like them, that you don't have that thing. And so it puts like the weirdest mentality into people. And it reinforces like things from society that like young girls like young girls are already incredibly secure about the way that they look. And it kind of reinforces not only that stereotype, but it's really disheartening when you have characters like Sokka and Eno, who are actually really versatile and strong people. But like, you know, after, I guess like the Shippuden series, when like the transition to Boruto, they're housewives. Oh yeah, automatic. I mean, they, 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 they get <laughs> fucking dropped real quick. It's like, all right, I mean, you birthed Sasuke's child. Congratulations. We have nothing more for you. Yeah. And it's like, really, you have Sakura who, like, saved countless people's lives. And you have Hinata. Like, uh, yeah, like, you absolutely have fighting like. fighting an actual war side by side by Sasuke and Naruto in the rest of the Leaf Village. And you're going to demote them to housewives? Like, yeah. And that's it. And I think the most in the sense that they don't do anything else with their power. Yeah, you, you, you don't see any more development. No, and that's just it. So it's like you have like them as young girls, you know, questioning their bodies, fighting over crossing, like not necessarily showing how much they care about the cheating exams and becoming true ninja and all. Yeah. So then you give them like the development. They're realizing who they are, what they want. They're growing. And then they're just housewives. Yeah. Which, again, if that's a choice that they make, that's entirely valid. But it's a character that you made the conscious choice to just fill that role. And it's not just Sakura. It's, you know, it's Tamari. It's Hinata. It's literally all the female characters. Yeah, no. And uh, that's that's the thing is they, they don't do themselves like, any favor they can't be like oh well, it was just one character it's like no you did that to the entire lot my friend exactly and like the whole like soccer's useless argument that really irritates me because she's actually really strong and she's super useful with me to heal but she's just like dove into this box empty and frail and overly obsessed with boxing yeah well, it, I mean, I get it. I was also there. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, she isn't useless. It's just that the roles that she's picked to fill aren't... They're, they're not, like, out and shut... You know, they're, they're not the ones... Her role is not to go fight people one-on-one -on -one and to fight these big characters. So, you know, she gets deemed the useless role because she's not on that front line front fighting the big people doing the big thing and insert XYZ here. She's not doing it. So she gets seen, you know, she, she seems to be useless, but you make a great point is she's all the people that were hurt during, you know, the, the Ninja war, she's in the back healing, you know, exactly. you know, can literally so control people's minds. Exactly. And like, they add so much to the table, but, like, the writers, for whatever reason, are just, like, you know, they did really excel in the Ninja Wars. Yeah. It's, that's... Housewife. Yeah. No, it's 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 bad. On that note, we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsor, and then we're just going to get right back into it. All right. So, that was the, uh, 
the good old ad break there. Um, so we're getting close to time. So we're going to do kind of like just one more, I guess, little segment. And uh, so Kaylee, obviously we've talked pretty heavily about the female roles in um, gaming and uh, anime. Now, as you mentioned earlier, you play D&D. Now, yeah. with D&D, genuinely you get or general generally jesus there you, go. you get the idea or like if you tell someone you're like oh i play D, you think of like you know i i play D. <laughs> like that's that's normally the type of i guess mindset or idea people have around D. now you're obviously you know like a young female in that realm like you're not like you know like a old 40 year old like overweight white dude yeah (laughs) so how is it what is the general response you get when you're like oh i play D &D." like what how do people take that you know like what what's kind of like the i guess the response you get to that so it actually has a very polarizing response which i thought it would be once i actually started delving into D D. Um, it's something that's something I publicize to everyone. Like I don't go on social media talking about it. Maybe like twelve people in my life know I actually play. Most of them being people I play with. Yeah. But um I have actually gotten the comment that I'm not someone who even one of my own D D group begs me as someone who would play D. Oh no, no, I mean um, I'll I'll be honest, like I, it's when you like Gage and stuff was telling me like you were playing with him. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, exactly. And I remember the one and only time it came up was I have an original group that I play with in Mississippi. Yeah. And there's some of my best friends and I love them to death. And there was one day I had come back from like an open market and I went with my mom and some friends and like we took pictures, we were dressed up, we had makeup on, we had like outfits yeah and we were done there i had to go to D. so like i'm in this mess with a scarf in my hair and heels and stuff and i like get up to the set with like my books and dice and character sheet i'm yeah. just like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm late and our dm's girlfriend who doesn't play with us yeah participates in the group yeah she was like i i was about to tell you you're in the wrong apartment i didn't even recognize you <laughs> so and then she was like dude if i thought you on the street i wouldn't have pegged you as someone who would play me yeah no not i mean not at all if i'm like in the set and that's kind of where i was getting at is the the mindset of you have to look like x y and z to be into like nerd slash weeb shit is so wrong and it's 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 yeah. funny is so you know school and whatnot has started for uh 2021 we're into the the second half of the semester for this year and i'm taking uh a speech class and so we have to write you know public speaking and speeches and whatnot and they're like hey yeah. uh one of your speeches you know you have to persuade someone so my topic actually that I'm choosing to do that speech on is how uh, social media and just this life here recently has shaped 
the way we think as people, like we need to be. So as a guy, you know, you can't be a manly man and a nerd at the same time. And the same thing for a girl, you can't be like good looking and like, you know, care about self image and also be a nerd. Like you, it's choosing one or the other and you shouldn't be like embarrassed by what you like and you know, like what you do. And that's what I think a lot of people are getting to at this point in time is they're kind of like, Oh, like I'm worried about what other people think. Fuck people's opinions. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it too is like from the female perspective, it's almost this imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because I do enjoy on occasion, like dressing up, putting on makeup, taking cute photos, like doing traditionally feminist, not feminist, but I meant feminine yeah, um, yeah. activities and things. But then I was really worried when I got more into the D&D community and even like re-embracing the anime scene. I yeah. was so afraid I was get pointed as that person who's like a fake fan. Yeah. Like she's not really into it. She just like her boyfriend happens to DM. Like, she doesn't actually like anime. She just likes the way that this character looks and has a crush on that character. Yeah. Like not that I could possibly like D or anime, but I was always so worried about like getting pegged as someone who wasn't a genuine fan and like getting those questions of like, oh well, if you play D D, well, what's this like what yeah, and it's like, like hey, what, dude, fuck like, off. It shouldn't that. matter. Like, like yeah. don't, don't like, I didn't come sign at me up sideways. Game, yeah. Yeah. But um, thankfully, like, since I ran anime and D, that's not anything I've ever actually dealt with. It's yeah. only stuff I've heard of. Yeah, no, and that's that's definitely, definitely good because I, I think, you know, most, um, uh, and especially local, like, communities rather be um anime gaming or like D and whatnot like i think uh, well it, at least in my experience every time like i don't have like a quote-unquote D group unless like i'm playing with you guys uh yeah so like the one time i did go and like join gauge for a game it's you know like i'm someone brand new no one else knows who i am besides gauge and like everyone was very accepting and they're like yeah just come on come play like no worries like it is what it is uh yeah and it's i just think that's cool and and it seems to be like and my example being like two other random people just like walked up and they're like hey can we play and they're like yeah sure come on like who cares it's it's to yeah. me it's it's that's i i think it's cool and i think it's good on like the community. It just looks, it just looks good. That's, that's essentially what I'm trying to get at. And yeah, I think, uh, I think local communities, you know, you, I don't think you would necessarily ever have to face like, Oh no, you're a girl. Like you can't play with us. Most people are just like, Oh, fuck it. Another person. Come on, let's do it. See, And that's just the interesting part too, is I've never had that like, Late gatekeeping of oh you're a girl oh you don't look like you fit the scene or oh whatever else yeah like oh like, you can't do it like fuck off yeah. yeah like I'm in three groups my main group in Mississippi yeah it's half and half like three women three men yeah and that's group to me that's that, how it should be yeah but then it's also weird because it's like I see all these different perspectives because my main group is split in half men to women. 
Yeah. The second group that I'm in here in Florida. Yeah. It, I'm literally the only female. Yeah. And there's seven, eight of us, but I've never felt like the odd one out. I've never felt like I haven't been heard. I've never felt like they down upon me just based on my gender. Yeah. And like, actually, my character has become like one of the main leaders of our little group. Yeah. And then in the group that I play with on Sunday online, it's majority women. Well, I mean, so it's it's definitely like you said, you, you're kind of getting uh, like a 50-50 in the sense of like the total amount of people. It's like, well, one group, you're with a bunch of guys. The second group, you're majority women. And then the other group, it's like, you know, 50-50 split. It's, yeah. it's definitely, I, I think that's definitely useful um, for, you know, it's just, just anybody in general in the sense of like, hey, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, obviously there's groups. Um, so if... If you had the opportunity to tell, like, a younger girl, like, maybe, you know, 10, 11, 12 age, who's, you know, like, they're interested in, like, anime or gaming or whatnot, but they're scared to be seen as, you know, like, the the weeb or, like, oh, like, she's weird, she's different, she doesn't like to, you know, dress up and play house type shit. Like, what, what would you tell her? Because we do have a very vast age difference in our audience and then also you know male and female it's 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 we, we have a pretty even split yeah oh i guess if i had to say anything and i guess it would be something that to like younger women or girls but could maybe be translated to like women. um it would honestly to just like, if you genuinely enjoy something, like, it brings you peace, it brings you just genuine enjoyment out of, like, the mundane aspects of your life, why would you waste time denying that or hiding that? Especially, like, now that we're in the pandemic, like, you you have a lot of time that you spend by yourself. You have you have this opportunity to, like, really invest in like D&D or shows like My Hero or Attack on Titan. But why would you deny yourself that joy and that entertainment just based on a stereotype that honestly isn't right? It's just that. It's a stereotype. Yeah. So why... That's what I've realized too, since I went through that whole phase of like I was a big old closet beat in high school. And then I was like, oh, that's not popular. Oh, I don't want people to think like I'm weird or place those stereotypes on me. They're not true. And I knew we're consumed with their, you know, and I want my own satisfaction in my private time. Yeah. No. But then in college, you know, I got the chance to do what I wanted. And I met other really cool weaves and really cool birds. Yeah. And I was like, well, they know me, and they know me more authentic on the street who would maybe sneer at my or my Aizawa shirt yeah no and that's I, I don't care <laughs> no and that's it, it's funny um I, I definitely agree with you uh that y- you shouldn't have to care it, it shouldn't be you know man woman you know in insert whatever else you know you, you are um it's you shouldn't care what other people think and that's I think you made that term perfect you said closet weeb now mm-hmm. for me that's a hundred percent what I am. That's 
I don't go around like, like here's the thing. I host a podcast about video games and anime and movies and insert XYZ and all the other here. And then I'm, you know, a hundred percent a weeb like into it. I play PC games. Like I'm like, I'm a nerd and I'm definitely a nerd, but I don't like, if you looked at me just on the street, you wouldn't think that. Or at least I don't think so. Cause I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't like, I have a Mandalorian t-shirt that I wear now that it has, you know, yeah. Grogu on it. And yeah, that might give someone the idea that like I'm a weeb and whatnot, or I'm a nerd. And if it does cool, cause guess what I am. But if you see me, you know, I'm like, I have tattoos. Like I, it's, I, I mean, I, I actually use today. Like I'm like the basic generic white male. Like I just, I just don't look like like a nerd in a wheat, but I think yeah. that's that's a good kind of place to wrap up is be yourself regardless of what people think. Yeah, that's like genuinely. Why would you waste your time in this world not enjoying everything it has to offer, especially anime? Yeah, no, and and especially if you enjoy it. But uh, Kaylee, thank you so much for being on the podcast this week with us. Uh, we did go slightly longer than uh, our 30 minutes we try to hit. Um, but I, honestly, at this point in time, like we're, we're hitting 45 minutes and I, I enjoyed the conversation and I hope uh, all the listeners did. Like I said, this at the beginning of the podcast this is the first time we've ever done the podcast over discord. So we're, we're still working things out, I guess is the easiest way to say it. But um, yeah. yeah, no, until next time that's uh, Kaylee. Is there anything else you would like to, uh, like to say any any plugs you want to you want to plug uh no not really just thanks for like thinking of me and inviting me giving me the outlet to talk about like all of the like nerd and anime things i i hold together yeah no and and we're like i said uh during the break we're more than happy to have you and would love to have you on the podcast again and uh i definitely think um you know you're gonna you're gonna be received very well within the the gamish community that's what that's at least in my mindset you are but um cool until next time i am your host brandon joined by kaylee and this was gamish podcast